The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Dudes Rock 2018. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dudes Rock 2018, a celebration of healthy masculinity, positive manhood, and the never-ending definition about what it means to be a man today. Welcome. All right, take your seats, take your seats. We are just four dudes here to celebrate dudehood and to share our insights and our knowledge with dudes worldwide so we can all ascend to the pinnacle dude levels. It is 10 a.m. on September 27th, 2018, and I am here with my amazing co-hosts, my bros, ready to go over the good dude words of the day. Without further ado, I present my friends, Foster Paloma, Petrie Huggins, and Crispin Torque. Gentlemen, let's introduce ourselves. Start for us, Foster. Uh, I mean, I think you just introduced all of us, but uh, I'm Foster Paloma, as you know me. Um, I am a bit of a TV personality, radio personality, so you might see me here and there. I was originally a winner on uh, Survivor Three Mile Island, you know, in Pennsylvania. And um, <laughs> it was pretty easy to do because some people got radiation poisoning while we were there. I don't know how they got it. They think they went further than they were supposed to. But anyway, I also, uh, you know, that was years ago, but now I host uh, uh, several different shows um, in TV and radio, and I... I host America's Next Top Gamer, um, The Bachelor Little People Edition, uh, Good Morning City on UPN, and the New Year's special on the CW with Spencer Pratt from the Hills. And um, <clears throat> you'll have to forgive me. I'm not my usual lively self, you know. Um, a bit uh, under the weather after my kayaking trip in Colorado with Bam Margera. So, uh, unfortunately, oh, no we pressure, lost Bam man. Don't worry in the about Rapids. It. He's gone, but... Uh, Rest He's in peace, Bam Margera. Ryan Dunn and Wee Man. And uh, thanks for having me on, of course. I'm always glad to be here. Uh, hopefully, you'll have no me on problem. again. No problem. But uh, enough about me. Uh, back to uh, you yeah. and Petrie and Crispin. I mean, when the WB said I had to get a bunch of dudes together to make a show about dudehood, I, you were first on my list. Second on my list, the obviously. WB that's definitely Petri- still around. Just like UPN. Yep. Petrie Huggins. Introduce yes, yourself. Uh, Dr. Petrie Huggins here. I'm an expert on positive man science. I got my degree from uh, the Dr. Lindsay Biana Institute of the Scientific Man. Uh, I'd just like to give a shout out to all the dudes out there, all the men out there. Listen, men, for too long we've been treating each other like menemies, when really what we need to do is we need to men courage healthy men interactions with one another. And today I'm here to talk about sort of the scientific approach of how we can do that. That sounds pretty good to me. And rounding out the fantastic four of uh, brothers I got here at the desk, Crispin Torque. Tell us a little about yourself. Yo, guys, it's good to be here. Uh, Crispin Torque. I'm already known to you, but others may not know me. I'm a husband consultant, relationship, relationship expert, been all around the world, uh, seen all kinds of husbands, husbands like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I've been married for 20 years to my beautiful wife, Cressica. Uh, love you, babe. Uh, she gives me so much freedom, and I just love to share everything I've learned in our relationship uh, with all the great dudes out there. Can't wait to get started. A, a real 
you know, real positive force for husbands out there to learn how to be a better husband and for husbands to also learn how to be a better wife. You know, uh, me, myself, um, my name is Homer Derby. I am a retired pro baseball player for the Cleveland Chief Wahoos. Nicknamed the dude. Mm-hmm. That's what they call me around there, man. I am a current record holder for divisional home runs in away games in the AL Central with 65 dingers on my own account. I am a team record holder for hits by pitch in the head with 38 in a single season. And I retired at the age of 31 due to worries about CTE, and I became a life coach nearly immediately, hired mostly by passive husbands who wanted their wives to get pleasure. You know, but enough about me. We're here to talk about dudes, and we're here to talk about dudes' issues. And I just want to thank again my co-host for being here so we can, we can start going and get, get started on the show. And in the opening segment... I'd like to talk a little bit about dudes that need to settle down. And we all know the news and we know everything that's going on in the news. And I just have a list here of dudes that need to settle There's down. There's a lot of dudes and they're I all that, uh, they're up to no good, uh, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are getting a little bit ahead of themselves on things, a little bit hasty. Absolutely. And it's like you guys need to, you know, take a chill pill. Maybe go take a breather or two. Do some yoga, yeah, man. Take a lap. Something like that. Yeah. Hey, pal, take a lap. Um, take a once lap. You take five. Take a cold uh, shower. Come back to us yeah. when you're uh, a little more relaxed and cooled off, pal. So, uh, yeah, I mean, let's get to it. Yeah. So I, I got a couple of these guys here, and we're going to get set down. This is something I want to do every week. I want this to kind of be my thing. You know, Homer Derby comes on. He tells you to settle down. You're going to settle down. The best advice I could give anyone is to settle down. And my... First off, my number one man in America that needs to settle down is Supreme Court Justice nominee Bill Cosby. You are everything that is wrong with dudehood. You are officially having your dude card revoked. Not only should you not be a Supreme Court judge, but you probably you probably need to, you know, just tap out on that everything. Settle down. You know, settle Take down. Take a breather. As in Take like, a nap. I mean, you're kind of old. Quit wasting our resources. Quit wasting our air. Right. You've been a husband for a long time. Your show's been canceled for a long time. It's like, just right. get out of our face. You've spent the last 40 years telling people that they look like a fool with their pants on the ground. And, you know, now you need to just kind of settle down and just take that long sleep, if you know what I mean. Listen, Bill, I've had 12 beers a day, literally every day since I started playing Major League Baseball at the age of 16, and I have never done anything sexually inappropriate or aggressive. I am constantly drinking beers and constantly going to parties. I am a currently 47-year-old man that has somehow pledged to multiple college fraternities. I've gone through initiation after initiation. I've lived in the dorms, and I'm getting drunk the whole time, and the worst thing I've ever done is at International DUI. Bill Cosby, settle down, homie. You're getting so horny that no one's ever going to want to fuck again. Bill Cosby, you are the Dudes Rock 2018 dude that needs to settle down. Absolutely. I think we all agree, right, fellas? That's right, Homer. Oh, absolutely. My number two, numero dos, 
man that needs a sell down for the week is Pete Davidson. Do you guys know about this Pete Davidson uh, guy? It's like you're you're part of SNL, man. It's like yeah, everyone wanted to be a part of that maybe the 80s 90s but it's like i mean it's all just been uh youtubers and yeah uh, they all just have like hillary clinton on there now and harvey weinstein and whatnot louis ck no no one watches it yeah the national lampooners all left all the cocaine dried up and now you guys just have a bunch of chris Catans. Just jerking off for no an one, hour and a half every week. No one week. watches those shows. They're all watching reality shows that are watching some drama on a network uh, channel called, like, We're All Family. And everyone cries about it. And, you know. Right. SNL exists now for, you know, when something stupid happens on the news. SNL just literally repeats exactly what happened, slightly exaggerated, with, and people lose their minds. Like it's basically just C-SPAN, but with other people playing those roles. Right. It's C-SPAN a week late. And they splice in about 30 now. gay jokes. Like, oh, they're, right. they're just gay. It's funny because they're gay. Right. You know, Why guys, are two guys play, kissing? That's fucked up. If I could take right? a minute and play Demon's Advocate here. I think it's sweet what Pete Davidson is doing. I never you know, played he, Demon's Advocate. I played Dark Advocate. Well, well, let, let's get uh, Crispin real quick. Let's get to what he did. Pete Davidson told a radio show that he had jerked off to Ariana Grande before he ever met her. That's normal. Homie. See, I think that's sweet. Homie. He's transparent. He's sensitive. He's out there with his emotions. He's putting it all on the line for the woman he loves. I, th- I, I gotta give props to my guy. But did he Pete, know he loved her when he didn't even know her? He's just, you know. You need to settle down this instant. He Mr. is Derby, all hyped are, up. Mr. Derby, are you a family man? You know me. I'm a big eugenics guy. I'm out here in the streets. I'm sniffing around. No single woman can tie me down, but I'm very open and honest with that. Are you telling me you never jerked off to a woman before you met her, though? Hey, nobody kisses and tells, even if you're kissing the computer monitor. I mean, Pete monitor. Davidson is basically, he's just Eminem that put a cup around his lips and sucked on it for a <laughs> while and got some tattoos that say, like, live, laugh, love, and a butterfly uh, 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 that's, you know, shaped like uh, stars or something like that. But uh, I don't know. I think Listen. I think they're uh, made for each other. It's just a shame that they didn't start dating um, before that Manchester attack because he could have been there for it and supported her. <laughs> maybe been front row where the uh, main uh, device went off. But that's just you know. Listen, Pete, now. from Homer to Pete, and I hope you're watching. You are all hyped up and horny, and I need you to shut the fuck up because you are weirding everyone else out. Am I right? Am I right, men? Out there, and this is a larger topic I want to talk about. The thing about. is, like, not only is like, don't like talk about your life, but like, just stop showing me you, dude. Like, I don't want to see you, homie. Like, quit showing me you. No one wants to I mean, see you. Listen, I gotta say, I never heard is... of this this Pete Davidson guy before. I'm a scientist. I only know about scientists. Okay, like, I'm learning about important stuff over here. Like, the biggest news to me is like, you know, scientists like, you know, fart weekly. Do you guys even know that guy? No, because you're all just slobs watching tv all day all right easy easy petrie what what was this article i saw this week about them creating the first minotaur very first minotaur <laughs> minotaur they even gave it a labyrinth to live in oh so you do read the real news of i do they you know they use 
you know, genetic altering techniques. You know, a minotaur, half uh, human, half horse. Wrong. Well, the future's That's wrong. Well, I mean, listen. You're thinking of a centaur. We're Pete thinking of Davidson different Mortal Kombat is... bosses. You're thinking of Goro. Oh, right, 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 right. He had four arms. Not Motaro. Is Motaro the Lady Goro? No, Motaro's the the horse guy. Does she ever Somebody's, titties? She, listen, hey, does she ever titties? Right, I can't remember. Raise your hand if you've been reading the Mortal Kombat Wikipedia. All right, that's the what whole I thought. audience. Everyone in the audience just raised everyone's their hand. looking right at me. So, I, I've never played they're Mortal all, Kombat. I just, like I just like the movies. I just like the movies. I've never played it. Listen, Pete Davidson is just a monumental reminder that all men out here not only need to stop jerking off to women selfies, men need to stop faving women selfies, pictures of women. When you fave a woman selfie, when you fave a picture of a woman, she gets a notification that says you do that. You are giving them your power. You need to do stop doing that. You need to but stop Homer, jerking what if off to selfies. What if it's, say, your, your girlfriend or your wife? What do you... What? If if that's the situation, then there is already a shared link of power, and you should give them your selfies. But otherwise, you don't. But I'm saying, could you like a selfie posted by your wife or girlfriend, or should they just not post it at all? Should they just send them directly to you, and you could say that like, that's like okay, that's nice. Or the like, proper protocol, in my or just opinion, very the healthy relationship. Just typing in all lowercase. Thanks. A girl should after. send Foster, you Foster, all you're the, the perennial bachelor. We know post. that this is not a serious question. You've never found yourself in this situation. You're just well, this trying is to... for the audience. This is for the audience. You it know, sounds I like haven't... you're just having a having fun with dirty here. <sighs> I'm not. I'm just. I, uh, okay, everyone knows I haven't had success in my relationships, but it's partially not my fault. You know, my close friends like you guys tell me. I'm, Primarily me. What do you tell me? What do you guys say? Every time. No girls are good enough for you. You haven't met one that's good They're enough for you They're scientifically proven not to be good enough for you. It's going to happen. Listen. So you I say, so you say f- Crispin, but these guys have been telling me this for years. Well, here's the thing about Foster, right? Scientifically speaking, he's a 9.9 out of 10, which is almost unheard of. And so he dates these girls, and I run her through physical fitness drills. Um, he gets a background uh, check. Petri, Petrie does a whole phrenology thing on her and measures he her blood and stuff like phlebotomy. this. He does all of it, and he goes, I don't know what none of this means, but don't look no good to me. And then he yeah, says... Yeah, don't look no good to me. You know, hit the bricks. And then he, you know, he cuts... He deletes her from my phone. He cuts her right. out of my life. That's he, right. He, he, he signs I send people to her house order. to rough her up. <laughs> he orders a restraining order of them against me, so they can't come anywhere near me, even if they wanted to. Listen... For your own good. So you say it makes sense to me, and I and I just want to say that, and this all plays into the same effect of stopping well, that you women from don't fave women. Right, you know, um, Yennefer from The Witcher Three. I thought she was good enough for you, but you know, other than that, the one Asari Lady chick Sylvanus. from Mass Effect. I thought she was good enough for you. I thought Lacey Valadis was good enough for you. Fellas, I, I hate to you know, I hate to cut in here, but it's almost 11 a.m. and I think I need a drink. Oh man. Okay. Well, I, I, let, let me let me get you through. You guys got the beer moses going. I got one more <laughs> cell down, and it's not beer moses, but I do have. Let me let me just get into it right now. We're a couple guys, and we we want something here. And I have a special cocktail that I made for you guys. Ooh. And this is a signature blend that I came up with. It's a perfect thing. What happens if you're a guy? 
you go to brunch, right? And you and they try to get you a mimosa. Well, I don't want to drink fruit juice because there's the is the word fruit in it. I'm sorry, it's woman and, or a gay man's drink. Let's throw right. that. And I they both I don't want to drink time. mimosa. It's got champagne. It's it's something that I don't want. And I don't want to drink a Bloody Mary because blood, I think of a period, and Mary is a woman's name. So it's like, what does a guy drink for breakfast? I'm well, looking a for something a little heavier, well, something that's going to make me feel bad, <laughs> something with a lot of carbs. You know what I mean? Right. So I came up with the perfect brunch cocktail here for guys. And, and I came up with here, it's called an amateur hour. And I, and and just you know I'm gonna get the PAs to just bring them on bring them on stage right now bring them on stage. Oh here we go. All here right. we go. All right, I got four trash cans surrounding you guys, and I got four Miller Lights, and I got a bottle of Ice Mountain Spring Water. And what I'm gonna want you to do bring the cups out. All right, take open up your Miller open up your Miller High Life, guys. No, you can't set that down there. No, put it over there. No, this open is where it. I put All my right. stuff. You don't you. Put it All over right. there. Put it over there. Pour half of your Miller High Life into the glass. Oh, like this glass right here? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, is this going to be enough? All oh. right. Stop. Stop. You're going too much. You're doing too much. 50% oh, Miller High Life. Mm. All right. Now what I need you to do is open up that ice mountain bottle of water, and you're going to fill up oh, the, the rest of the, the glass ice, with the ice, ice mountain bottle right water. here? Okay. Let me open it. That's the nice <laughs> fill it, up, open fill it. it up to the top. I'm putting mine okay. in, a, in a beaker instead of a glass. And, well, and this, is, this is this is I see you guys all got there. This is the most quintessential thing about an amateur hour. The rest of the beer that we have poured in the trash can. Okay. If you go to a restaurant, you order an amateur hour, and they save the last part of the beer. It's not a real amateur hour. Take a sip of that. It's 50-50 water beer. Perfect combo. As a man, I'm I'm ashamed to admit this sometimes because of the stigma, but like sometimes I feel like a light beer is a little too heavy. Like this is like a man's light, light beer. It's like a morning beer. This is what I've been looking for, yeah. This is like that the AM beer. Yeah. It's perfect. I mean it's eleven AM. We're going to be drinking for the next 14 hours. We need to get hydrated. We need to take our time. It's a perfect beer. Now, Homer, I want to so, ask you about this. And Crispin, you might you might be able to tell me about this. You're the expert on dudes and men and masculinity and husbands especially. But if you guys heard of a Neil Chalada? what like what I keep hearing people talk about is like I is keep it hearing food about or Neil is Chalada. it a drink? I don't or, know what it is. You know, that varies depending on uh, where you are, uh, when you're having it. It's a versatile drink. Uh it really reflects the man who's drinking it. It, it. You can customize it in a way. So is it like the Neil Chalada is like specific to the person or? It, it's what lies in your heart, your, your man's heart. Sometimes you like, want food. Is it, is it food or juice? Well, it seems like it's both. But is that possible? Anything is possible when you're with your man. You'll, you'll have to ask your friend. Uh, Homer, you have that friend, hey. you know, Jerry. I think he would know. So ask Jerry I see he'll probably be able to let us know. Maybe we could have him on next week. We'll see. I mean, anyway, let's you get know, back we to all the, know how it is. The, uh, the amateur hour. Um, obviously, we don't have everyone in the crowd being able to get one right now, but um, half These of things you don't will, come cheap. And the other half of the audience can just watch you enjoy it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know... Real quick, just, you know, get back on track. Any of the women that are in the audience, once- you'll have to... Um, you know, opt out because all the men get one before you. It's just dudes rock, mm-hmm. and um, 
Hey, Dudes Rock 2018 it's, celebration. It's you know what? That, makes, that makes me think like, men, we make up 49% of the population. We get treated like we make up 94% of the population. We're minorities. And yet sometimes we feel like we make up 4.9% of the population. And you know what? We still uh, get things done and we still run things. So why don't you guys give yourselves a hand? Dudes Rock. Dudes Rock 2018. Everyone raise the roof. Everyone raise the roof. Raise your tanks up. Raise the roof. You to man. Dudes Rock. Cab here for dudes. Let's have a Um, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Real quick, um, just to kind of get back on track. I know once the amateur hours start flowing that we get a little lightheaded. (laughs) But... um, I, I was kind of going off to this thing, and I want to tell people um, about jerking off to selfies. Uh, oh, yeah. Like Pete very, Davidson uh, said. Very good segue. Uh, you don't <laughs> tell people that you jerked off to their selfies after you're in a relationship with them. You need to inform women all the time if you are about to ejaculate to them because to jerk off to a woman's picture without asking is getting you into gross dude territory. Make sure you tell women when you're about to jerk off to pictures of them because first of all, they want to know and second of all, you need their permission. Collectively, I think in response to, you know, the Supreme Court justice nominee Bill Cosby hearings, I think all dudes should withhold sex from women for at least 60 days in honor that the, of the struggles they go through daily. You know, I couldn't agree more. Um, I don't know if that's subject, long enough. On the subject of these types of men, like we in the scientific community have been working on technology that can tell beforehand just based on like the smoothness of the brain which types of men are liable to jerk off to selfies and not tell a woman. And we're just going to flag them all and throw them all in a camp. We're working on the technology. It's not there yet, but. Um, I think my very last person is a great opportunity to do this, to tell to settle down. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow needs to settle. Her company's called Mm -hmm. Goop. Goop. Your website, goop.com, needs to calm the fuck down. I saw an article straight telling women that they should put jade rocks in their pussies so that they can be more like Oriental queens. And that is not okay. It's not an okay to word to use Can't do that. unless it is a description of history, like I just said. Because when I used it, it was a description of history. You keep trying to sell women weird orbs and water when women are perfect. They're selling them they're selling Just, them eye drops made out of semen. They're selling them, you know, deodorant made out of, you know, ball sweat. And they're saying, well, like, this is what the men make that uh, you lack. Right. But you can still use it and gain the same benefits that they get from it. It's like, no, you're right. stinking. You just smell. You smell bad. Like, we don't want any of that stuff. When, if we could get rid of all that stuff, if we could rid ourselves of this dark curse of being disgusting, gross, sweaty, horny dudes all the time that just secrete nastiness and goop and slime. We would, uh, well, I don't know if we'd all, you know, opt out to, you know, just get rid of it, but, um, it's a burden. It's hard. And they don't realize. It's like what you're talking about is dude excellence. We're trying to transcend. Well, see, dude excellence can be a lot of different things, but it depends person to person. Um, you know, we it's, it's all difficult. You know, you get a zit in your armpit. That hurts. 
and that can become infected. And if you gotta pop it, you gotta spend at least four hours trying to pop it. If it doesn't want to like pop, you're you want to pop it, and it's you're not ready yet because it there's not a whitehead yet, and you're you're starting early, and you're you know, it's just really difficult to deal with that stuff. And they don't understand that we deal with that stuff. And women ever do zits or uh, yeah, I got you back. I'm worried about all my homies' pores, all their mm. zits, everything. Exfoliate, exfoliate your face, exfoliate your arms, your legs, your nuts, your ass, your taint. Your tits, your belly button, because your belly button really stinks. You ever stuck your finger in there, Homer? Oh, stick yeah. your finger in there right now. Oh my god! Stick Do you guys there. want to see how stick much lint there. I can get out of there? Yeah. Oh my god! Look at that. Look at that. He's like trolling it. Like can you hair. zoom in on it? It's like a noodle. You can <laughs> no, tell no, exactly what color that, underwear that. I was wearing Wait, today from Give this belly Give button. Oh. Ugh, it smells like death. It's right? like. No, it's it, it's like bacon grease and apple cider vinegar. No, I see it yeah. as a powerful smell. Musk. Yeah. Women knew the lengths we go to to hide this stuff from them. They'd appreciate the work that we put into getting all right. It's like the dust clean. that you throw into your mac and cheese when you're cooking it. That's what it smells like. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to say, women are queens. Gwyneth Paltrow, stop selling them stuff. Women are stop perfect. tricking women. They're Sometimes just as perfect right. as men Listen, are. Girls rock too. This isn't about putting down women. Dudes rock 2018, 2019, and onward. It's not putting down women. It's, it's just about celebration. It's raising dudes. up and lifting up your your brother men and celebrating your fellow brothers and those dudes and those dudes you love. Girls could do the same thing, but you know what? Most of the time, they're too damn busy trying to trick each other. Quit right. trying to trick Lift each other up. all the damn time. Lift Lift me up, brother man, is what I say. And when, let's, when let's, you find your homie is in bed and his nose is bright red and pulsating and he's got a big old snot, a little, you know, just a snot, you know. What's he got on his head? He's got a long line of snot going in and out of his nose that goes, and he sucks it up while he snores. And on top of his head, he's got a giant red hot water bottle that he's holding I on knew there. it. And in his mouth, he's got a big old... Glass, how far is glass mercury how far is thermometer. that thermometer going and it's how going far is all it the going? way up and it's shooting up to a hundred and then what happens what happens when it goes to the <laughs> oh you hate to see that and i going, hate it when my oh, homies my, are like that i hate oh, it my homie oh my homie you look oh, so poor homie, and my homie. but guess what and i've already, I've already got toes. the chicken noodle soup ready for him you feel his hands yeah. are clammy and, and the sprite and he shudders He's hot and cold at the same time. He's got yeah, the got cold a, sweats. A can of gamer fuel. And what you do you know the old- <laughs> is you warm a nice stone by the fire and you put it under his bed liner to warm his bed <laughs> and keep him warm. <laughs> and you talk with him and you read him poetry and sing him a song. You can sing him a Christmas tree. You can sing him an old leg sign. You can what sing version him of Christmas Ring tree? Around the Rosie or Ba Ba Black Sheep. It doesn't matter. But you have to take care of your homies in their time of need. Especially when there's a torrential, horrible thunderstorm outside that is just making him more anxious and making him more sick. And Physician, uh, heal thy homie. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff you got to go through as a, a male. You know what? I, I compare myself usually to Eugene Victor Toombs uh, from season <laughs> one, episode three of The X-Files. And uh, he was a man who's uh, very creepy looking, very uh, you know upsetting to look upon. Disgusting, disgusting beast, really. Disgusting, yeah, absolutely. But he could freakishly stretch his limbs and climb through these air ducts, and he could get he he could get to where he needed to be and do what he needed to be. He could slink about, and uh, you have to be flexible and be ready to maneuver through the dusty type places in life. 
Um, but be careful because you can't use uh, ways to slink through life and creep about and slide along floors for bad things. You gotta, you know, take care of yourself and take care of your fellow homies. So there's definitely dark paths you could go down. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. So we got some uh, news stories. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> 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 you're the ho- you're the you're the main host, Homer. Uh, continue. So we got some news. <laughs> so we got some news stories. Oh yeah, uh, Crispin. <laughs> what's in the news today? Thanks, Homer. You know, uh, you know, like Foster was saying, uh, women are queens. The women in our lives, we need to treat them as such. And uh, this story comes to us from Chattanooga. whatever they need. You got to give it to them. Exactly. We've got a wonderful father and husband. His name is Dakota Pumble, and his wife was going into labor. And, you know, we know that childbirth is very taxing on a woman's body, both emotionally and physically. And he wanted to do something for his wife. He wanted to be there for her. So he decided, you know... I want to see what pregnancy is like for myself. So he, uh, as his wife was wheeled into the delivery room, uh, he, he pulled up a bed next to her, uh, took up a spot, uh, started pounding uh, a case of hams, was eating a bunch of pickles uh, to really Not feel f- the physical sensations of pregnancy. Right. And uh, The sodium in the pickles kind of swells you up, and the beer helps get you all bloated. It does. You can replicate that same waddle that your beloved wife uh, has when she, she gets in there. And as she was giving birth to their beautiful son, uh, I'm pleased to report he was born just fine, um, he was right there the whole way, <laughs> holding her hand, uh, spreading, his, spreading his legs, uh, really putting effort into that to show that he cares, that he understands, he has empathy well, I for his beloved wife. When I heard this story on the news, and I'm sure most of us have heard it by now, but uh, she was in one of those pregnancy rooms where there's two people giving birth in the room, and... The, uh, the curtain was drawn in between them, and she was like, oh, who's this woman on the other side? She didn't know. She's like, where is my husband? Why is he not here to be with me? Then the husband pulled the curtain over, and he's in the bed next to her, <laughs> giving birth right there. And it was like, it was like this right. really amazing surprise that he gave to her Wait, was he like, to show how much he cared. Uh, no, for re- uh, was he like for real giving birth? Was he having a kid too? No, he was acting like he was. No, trying to put himself, uh, walk if, a mile in her shoes. He had just come back from a tour in Iraq. Uh, she was so excited to see him. She had no idea that he was going to be giving birth. Yeah, he'd been gone also. for. He was gone for two years, and then she was like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." And he's like, "Oh, that's. I don't understand how that happened, but that's amazing." <laughs> it, it really is a miracle. And isn't the, it? the, the best thing about life. it is that you know, his like his Twitch stream has kind of been taken off since then. But the main thing is that like. You know, it wasn't just performative what he was doing to kind of, like, empathize with his wife. He pretended to give birth to a family-sized bucket of KFC chicken, (laughs) which he immediately shared with her and the staff right before his son was born. And I'd just like to give a big shout-out to that family and, and just for being really inspirational that, you know, it's kind of a thing that, like, you know, I can't carry a child. And I don't want to carry you, so I'll carry some chicken to the hospital, which is the least you can do as a man. I would argue it's the most you can do. We could all be doing so much more. What else we got in the news? 
another uh, news story that I saw recently, which was very inspirational, was a young 16-year-old junior at Terre Haute High School. And he did something a little unconventional that got some national attention recently. He brought a minigun to school. Ooh. Now, hold up. Hold up. Everyone Not in the crowd's going, way. Dog. <gasps> yeah. Oh. The, oh, they're gasping, but I'm telling you, and I'm holding up a hand to say that it's okay. Don't judge. Now, the teachers understood, the students understood. He didn't warn anybody that he was bringing a minigun to school, but he told everyone after he shot about 200 rounds into the side of Terre Haute High. But everybody gets it, and there was no charges pressed, and the police came, but they saw it, and they said, boys will be boys, and it'll be fine. He shot into the side of the school, Kendra Lust, go to prom with me. Isn't that nice? Oh Isn't gosh. that sweet? I, I love that. And you know how That's these really celebrity sweet. viral she, things go. Do we know if she responded? I know that went viral, but. Well, that's where the story gets interesting because this happens a lot. She invited him to be in a movie and, or. And Kendra Lust said, yes, she will go to prom. However, during prom at Terre Haute High, the metal detectors had been upgraded to sense multiple types of HPV. In which Kendra Lust was not eligible to enter into prom. Oh, you hate to so hear that. So it's got a little bit of a bummy ending. It's a thought you know, counts. I'm so sick of these old time laws and you know these old traditions and stuff. Like, just let them have. Yeah, you know, come on. Yeah, let boys play, ref. Boys. Let him do it. That's what I say. No fun league. That's what I say. <laughs> That's what we call Terra Hot High School. You are officially Dudes Rocks 2018's no fun week of the no fun league of the week. That's no good. Anything else? We got anything else on the news? Any uh, other news stories? Yeah, we've got a, another inspirational one. Uh, this time out of uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Um, there, there's a young middle school student uh, there named Tyson Chicken uh, at John Wick Magnet School, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> He's 12 years old. Is that a family old. name? Or? Uh, yeah, it goes all the way back to the old country. The which country, I'm not sure, but um, it's old. Uh, and no that goes back to flavor country. Turkey or Hungary? One of the two. Man, that's a pretty uh, good joke. Constantinople. <laughs> so, uh, you I know, think puberty's chicken a difficult comes time. somewhere between those two. Turkey it's or Hungary? <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I love my boys. Um, I'm sorry, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, continue. Uh, we apologize, Chris. I mean, you know we have fun in here. It's the morning. Oh, it's just, we're all trying to wake up here. We're having fun. I mean, I've been up listen, all night. Listen, we're a couple amateur hours deep, which means we've had we've had six of them, which means we've had three beers. Getting a little tipsy here. Uh, so Tyson, he, he went to school like uh, any other day wearing his beloved basketball shorts, but uh, something was different, and it, it was puberty overnight, nearly. His legs exploded in a mass of beautiful, beautiful leg hair. And uh, I oh, know we're pimp. all very body positive on this show. We, we want men to love themselves as they are. But it turns out his classmates didn't feel quite the same way upon seeing his new gams uh, out in the open. And he was called many hateful names. Uh, oh, no. You know, Wolfman. Um, it, yeah, you, you, you hate to hear it. it it's very sad. And uh, I mean... Was that the boy that they were calling Sasquatch? 
Yeah, the very same. You, you've seen it all over the news. You've seen it uh, I mean, on social media. I mean, he was viral. Media. I mean, I saw him on Reddit. I mean, you, and, saw, you uh, saw the ABC News footage where they zoom in on his legs and they start counting the fibers within his hairs and things like that. And I think, you know, any kind of young boy that would get that much attention would definitely kind of struggle in the limelight. He kind of looks like a boy that has, like, uh, you know, kind of goat legs, kind of like a fairy tale. Like, he looks like he should be walking around with a flute. His legs are so damn hairy. Like Pan. Yeah. A satyr, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, he could maybe pull it off and be joined the circus. Those probably aren't around as much anymore, but, I mean, hey. Well, no, well, I think this is one does, hey, things things deserve on one of my shows. In high school, let you, guys know, you know. This, this story has a happy ending. Um, this young boy, Tyson Chicken, his dog was actually going through chemo. The dog had no hair. He's this ugly, disgusting mongrel. So this Vile. boy's dad shaved. He shaved the boy's legs. Then he glued all the hair onto the dog. It solved everyone's problems. The dog looked normal. The boy wasn't getting made fun of. Dudes Rock 2018. You know, the crazy thing about this story is I read about it. And now that I think about that in the last story... Kendra Lust took this boy to prom too. <laughs> How many problems? It's crazy does this what a have? small world it is. Well, you know, but what but what do I know? You know, my my head's been hit by so many baseballs that basically it's, you know, a, it's a struggle not to swallow my tongue some days. Yeah, what do you have what do you have that causes that? Uh, I have CTE. This is like that's like the thing from the video games, or huh? CTE. It stands for CT. Uh, the letter C and then D and E. But it's, it's like the thing from the video games where you, something happens and you. Uh, I think like chron- Yeah, it's like uh, chronic tight end and something like that. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. I don't think it's yeah, that. Uh, I'm yeah, pretty I sure that's so. as a scientist, sure I gotta say that. that's not a real word. Basically, um, whenever I go to the doctor, he goes, "Hey, what's up, you old knucklehead? You got baseball head. You got dinged too many times. Maybe next time you should try dinging some dingers instead of dinging your old head. Because next time you do it, you might as well pound your old, uh, big old forehead on first base until well, you pass that's, out." That's interesting because when I was um. When I was uh, act, oh, I, I mean, I don't want to, you know, talk too much about it right now. Uh, but I, I've been doing some acting, as you know, recently over the past year, and I was working on the um, the new Young Austin Powers movie, and there is a stuntman who was uh, actually working on the reboot of George of the Gungle, who fell off of so many trees that he actually altered the, the shape of his skull and his brain grew about two times bigger and now he's like some like mega genius um and they never say anything like it but uh other than that he uh the only thing he wants to do is do stunts and keep banging his head around and you know getting injured so 
Well, I think you guys can see from here, there's a lot of adverse side effects we don't know about. My head is at least twice as big as your guys. I look like one of those um, kind of Sam's Club cans of nacho cheese that you get, and it's just like kind of swinging around in my head. You can see I can never really keep his head up straight because it's so big, but you you know, we all got our problems. Your Funko, Pop, you look your Funko Pop, the head is actually smaller I'm relative a, to the body. They call me a human Funko Pop. <laughs> Well, accepting yourself and your body is dude excellence. Well, let's talk about that because oh, dude I excellence? know what. What's that mean? What is dude excellence? Uh, dude excellence can mean a lot of things. I mean, we all know this, uh, especially Crispin. It's something that uh, makes you the best version of yourself. The basically doing the best things for yourself, and when you're the your best self, you're the best for everybody. It's. I know it seems like it's not selfless, obviously, because it's you're focusing in on yourself and that spreads outwards to everything else. So uh, outwards as opposed to what? Only inwards. You know, you're only only focusing on yourself. So when you focus on we yourself, can't say that you know, on this show. You don't show. say words like that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have another amateur? Can, 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 no, yeah, one, let me no, pour that one. Uh, that one, like that, is, that one's kind of small. No, give me this one. This one right here. But hold on. Uh, it smells kind of weird. Oh, whatever. Yeah, Fuck hold it. on. Let me. There we go. Anyway, so you're. <laughs> if you let me continue, um, dude, excellence is, uh, <laughs> you know, whenever someone points a camera at you, you just tilt up your chin with a rice smirk and flip it off. You know. Um, <laughs> You can order a case of energy drinks and three bags of beef jerky off of Amazon as a form of, you know, masculine self-care on a business card and uh, not be bothered about it. And uh, no one will judge you for it. And uh, no one will definitely snitch on you about it. And um, it's, you know, you could wrap a, a pillow in saran wrap and keep it in the shower so when you're tired, you can lay down and nap <laughs> in there and... You know, you might wake up with some kind of uh, yeast infection in your butt or something, but... It's called thrush. You'll get thrush in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> your, your your butt doesn't turn white like your tongue does with thrush. <laughs> like a fucking infant. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, you guys all have examples of this, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean... Dude, excellence to me is like when I post a selfie, I think I'm looking fresh when I'm coming out of the 7-Eleven with like eight bags of nacho cheese Doritos. I post a selfie and any girls who fave that block all of them. <laughs> yeah, like, listen, dude, dude, excellence is going on Amazon.com and searching plastic chair I can sit on in the shower. <laughs> like a geriatric <laughs> Geriatric excellence, 2018. Uh, dude, excellence is you can eat two Big Macs for five dollars in your car while drinking from a three-day-old water bottle. It's uh, you can buy Adidas Tiro 17s. They, I mean, they flatter everyone that wears them. You know, they're comfortable, they're affordable, and they're the official pants of Dudes Rock 2018. Foster, you uh, deserve Tiro 18s. Dude, uh, I'm looking at those Tiro 19s now. You deserve the 20s dude, if they exist ever. Dude, excellence oh, is or, ordering um, bed sheets that are a darker color online to hide that you don't wash them ever. 
Dude, excellence is um, slicing up your socks because you need to cut your toenails so bad, but you never do. <laughs> you just have holes in the big toes. Dude, excellence is buying cloud foams that because you don't clip your big toenails, that the, you cut the, right through the front, and then you have to give them to a kid that works at your group <laughs> home. Dude, excellence is taking a crap, and you're, you run out of toilet paper while in there, and so you just jump out of the shower and only wash your butt, and that's it. That's called an American bidet. Dude, excellence is um, is taking a shit and then halfway through it, realizing you don't have any toilet paper in the house, so you wipe your ass with paper towels and you call it an XL shit ticket. Dude, excellence is uh, when you got a big hole in your sock and your toes stick, your big toe sticking through it. You just push all the toes through it and you pull it up on your leg like one of those basketball leg things. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Allen Iverson of the legs. Uh, dudes rock is uh, dude rocks. Dudes rock. Ele- uh, Crispin, how about you? Uh, one more time. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> one more Crispin, time, please. What's that? No, for, for for my money, uh, dudes rock is just uh, self <laughs> self actualization. You know, if you got a hobby, you got to go do it. You want to get some monkeys to, to smoke cigarettes? You do you. You know, you, PETA might not like it. Uh, the, the tree huggers really don't uh, don't like it. But if you want to see some monkeys smoke cigarettes, y- you go and do it. Y- you look after Is you. Is this your hobby or? It, it, it's a side project. Crispin. I like to do it. My, my wife gives me a fair amount You're of latitude. You're telling me Dude's Excellence is putting out whichever Gundams you feel like having displayed. Yeah, even the ones that look like girls who are just holding guns. It's totally fine. (laughs) It's normal. You want to see some cute girls with jetpacks on their backs. They're way cuter like that. Um, You can have out five, six, and your wife has to respect it. It's who you are. What happens if you have more than six? Do women women receive that poorly? Uh, Man cave. Two words. Oh, women love hearing the word man cave. They love thinking about your their spouse being a caveman. <laughs> There's something very primal dragging around a club and have a giant protruding brow. When people talk about man caves, they're talking about an organic locavore movement of men just owning and claiming their identity. I don't know. Listen, when I think of what? man cave, I just have think of having like disgusting torn up feet like Fred Flintstone. Just like having to drive everywhere to work <laughs> with these torn up gross feet. Some, uh, Listen, rusty, let, we, we've been floor. talking about dude excellence, right? And we know what dude excellence is. Dude excellence. We need to start talking about dude's wellness. And I think dude excellence, I though, Patrick is Patrick can help us. Dude with that. excellence is being invited by three girls to play Harry Potter Clue and declining and saying you don't know anything about Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, dude excellence is when a girl asks you out to dinner and then you say, I have dinner every night. Dude Excellence is having a keyboard that's louder than your car. Dude Excellence is playing Witcher at 5 a.m. and falling asleep at your desk. Dude Excellence is pushing a giant barrel down a hill and delivery to the tavern in time for the big celebration. Yeah, Dude, Dude Excellence, Excellence is finding is a nice grove a... to hunker down into for a post-lunch slumber. It's a lot of different things. Dude Excellence is when a you know is when you're when you're talking to girls and and, and they ask you like you know how do you feel and you just say fine with a period. Let's do excellence. And you, you say know, that I'm like not eight feeling hours bad, later. I'm not feeling good. I'm fine. So yeah, so dude excellence is kind of like how we are and what we do. But dude wellness is the way that we treat ourselves and the way that we handle and self-care for our bodies, you know? 
I'm here right. to talk about a new breakthrough in it's dude more wellness. physical. This is yeah. This is this is physical. It's scientific. It's organic. This is. I mean, I'm. I'm very honored to be here to talk about this revolutionary scientific breakthrough for all you guys in the audience today. It's called the Dude Slop Jade Feed Bag. Ooh. Oh, give it up. Yeah. Let's get, That's what we've been waiting here. for. So they're bringing, right, us out, they're bringing four of these out for us Raise right now. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. Oh. You can you see it's like, how do I put, it's like one of those. How mop, do I put this on? It's like one of those mop buckets, you know, but it's made, it's made from nephrite jade uh, and it's filled with a proprietary slop that's stuffed with all the nutrients that guys need. I'm talking oh about. Oh my God. Is, I'm talking ingredients like Bud Light, good. Miller Light, High Life Light. Pork chunks, duck fat, pee pee, and a brand new, just invented <laughs> hormone that's a better version of testosterone. They call it estrogen. So, this feed bag is just approved by the FDA. That's the friendly dudes approvers, and it's ready to change your life. Actually, everyone in the audience, if you want to look under your seat, you might find a little gift under there. Uh, you got your own feed uh. bags. Just like I do. So this this feed bag, it can help you cultivate sexual energy. It can clear chi pathways in the body. It intensifies masculinity and it invigorates your life force. And that's just a couple of the things that it can do for you. I mean, I could go on forever. Those are all real scientific things that I know about. Um, but, you know, this thing, you it seems like it's like a really new invention, but it dates back more than 500 million years Back to the ancient Chang Dynasty in China. Back then, starving peasants would wait outside the castle for days just to get one. Little did they know, though, they were actually waiting in line to get ground up into a paste, and the emperor would slurp <laughs> them out of the dude slop feed bag. Today, though, we can all live like emperors. How do you use it? Well, first off, before I strap on my feed bag, I'll do a, I do a little ritual usually, like... I, I place it on a beautiful piece of fabric on the table. I light a candle, usually like a eucalyptus mint or something like that. Maybe a uh, Mountain Dew Voltage candle. Uh, I'll even burn a little sage, maybe. Uh, you know, the feed bag will start to get smellier every time you use it. So you might want to recharge it under the full moon, just like you would with a healing crystal. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the Dude Slop feed bag is perfect for nearly all men. But the FDA warns that you should not use it if your nuts are tight or if you have an eight-day load chimp in your nuts. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> medical professionals say just go wild, do your thing. And I'm happy that everyone here today can experience this brand new breakthrough. I'm thrilled. It tastes great. You're not supposed to eat it. I'm not eating the bag. I mean the slop, dude. Your aura just sort of absorbs it through a sort of osmosis that you know a layman probably can't really understand the details i can't wait for all this good estrogen to replace all the evil testosterone in my body i probably shouldn't uh you know like i said i'm a little bit i'm on i'm on antibiotics right now so so this whole time this is an antibiotic it has been in the view of the camera but i do have an av here and um not oh, allowed to touch anyone. Uh, so. Before you know, the show, you know, I put dude it, slop in your IV, so you've actually been fucking mainlining this for about an oh. hour. You know, let's, uh, you know, we got the wellness stuff, we got the excellent stuff in, and a lot of people kind of talk to us, and they want to know things about us, and we, they want to know what we think about things, and when dudes talk together, they talk about when dudes chicks, come man. together, what happens? When dudes come together... They talk Dude, the about Beatles, the chicks. Beatles like to come together. If anyone ever did, that's what that song was about. 
Barach. We need a house <laughs> band here. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, not everybody can afford um, uh, Oh Christmas Tree by everyone's favorite pop artist. Dave Dudley. Dude, I got to say, I've only cried twice in my life. The first time I cried was when I saw Dave Dudley do Oh Christmas Tree live for the first time. The second time I cried is when my wife gave birth. I was walking into the the room, you know, I had a baseball bat, I had a football, I had a blue little onesie for the the baby, and I found out it was a girl. I just broke down and started crying. Have you seen Dave Dudley play Feliz Navidad? <sighs> that is something. He may uh, mispronounce every single word, but it is so genuine. But um, anyway, words. speaking of Dave Dudley and Christmas, you guys were telling Crispin and um, you know Crispin and Petra, you're talking about a little bit of phenomenon amongst dudes recently related to Christmas, and they seem to do it even out of season. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Well, yeah. So it's like a hot new fad, right? Well, a little bit here. I mean, what we've got here is like a couple uh, letters from from fans of the show. Um, this is a very peculiar incident that you're referring to, but it seems like it's getting more and more common by the day. Um, uh, Crispin, would you be okay with uh, maybe giving some advice to the person who wrote this letter? You know, of course. Uh, in, in my line of work, I've seen this issue crop up uh, quite a few times increasingly. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It's it's a little troubling, but um, so uh, in this case we <laughs> let me, I, we, wait, let me get up. into it. Uh, so this letter wait. is from Pamela Fresco in Dipshit Heights, Fuckville, Los Angeles, California. Pamela sounds Fresco. Um, she sounds attractive. Oh my god! You can tell by her what handwriting that she is. But um, she says what I wouldn't give. She says um, Christmas is but twelve days away. And lately, my husband has been acting suspicious. He keeps sneaking out of the house late at night. This is from last year. And gets angry when I ask where he's been. The other night, I noticed some presents under the tree. They were addressed to our neighbors three houses over, the Wendells. The next day, the Grendels down the street from the Kendalls. Old Mrs. Wumsley was strolling down the block where she says she saw my husband using a big vacuum to suck up all the gifts out of the Lendl's <laughs> chimney. Then last week, our fridge had been empty, but when I came home, the table was aplenty with who hash, who ham, and a glistening roast beast. Who could have prepared this fascinating feast? I'm not sure where he got it, and I'm starting this to worry. Bitch. My mother says that my husband might be grinching. What should I do? You know, Petrie, this sounds like classic, classic Grinch addiction to me. Um, He's acting out. This husband's acting out for one reason or another. But, you know, as long as it doesn't truly spiral out of control, I mean, Christmas is still there for everyone. I I think let him have this. He's out. He's active. He's probably coming home a lot friskier, if you know what I mean. Well, Crispin, Forbes has reported that there has been an 80% increase in the purchase of shop vacs in the past two years around November, December. Why are all these husbands or, you know, men purchasing shop vacs? Around Christmas season, you know, she mentioned that he was using it down the chimney or going to the house. So, do you think they correlate, or do you think it's just a fluke? 
I think there is some correlation. Uh, as we've moved to HVAC systems, it's a lot harder to get into a house through a chimney. They're just smaller and smaller, decorative <laughs> fireplaces, many, many of them gas run. It's not as easy to steal Christmas as it once was. And I think these vacuums are <laughs> one way of going about it. Uh, you bust open a window, you shove that in there, and all those presents, the ornaments, uh, they come right out, and they're yours for the keeping. Well, some of them are you know, saying you that they get, about really, somebody they get really twinkling deep down in their gritty in it. They slither amongst the presents before stealing them. It's just like, is it like the smell of the wrapping or right. the tape? Or, or the what twinkling is of the toes as they Is it the twinkling of the tree? The is it the smell of the cookies left out for Santa Claus himself? Who right. knows? But or is it... Is it some kind of untouched cornerstone in growing up where maybe your Christmas was distant, you know, dissatisfactory because maybe you had green hair or something along the like? I mean, like for me, there's certain things I have about Christmas. If I hear a Christmas tree by Dave Dudley, I, you know, simply melt down. Don't even play it. Oh, my God. We cannot deal with that kind of outbreak right now. No, I think uh, this kind of uh, grinching is found in all cultures going back thousands of years. <laughs> Every culture, when it comes to celebrating Christmas, uh, we've, we've seen hieroglyphics the of Grinch grinches. is definitely universal. It, it, Every culture celebrates Christmas. Remember remember when they sent that fucking record into space in like the 60s? Uh, the theme song from the Grinch was like one of the only things on there because they knew it was so universal with other, you know, aliens and cultures and everything. With the Peruvian man drawings. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> My only worry about this Grinching trend is that, like, it's, it's, like, quirky and fun if one person in a neighborhood is doing it. But if everyone's on Reddit, like, the Grinching subreddit looking up tips and tricks for how to Grinch oh, those, your neighbor. Have you been on there? Those guys are freaks. No, I, I know, think this can get out of people control. together. This could be a problem. I think it could they'll, divide people. They'll post, like, x-rays. Like, my heart finally grew ten times. And, like, it's huge. It's pushing down the lungs. It's very unhealthy. It's, it's just, just a like, dick That's just alcoholism. If your neighbor Grinches you, you can just Grinch them right back. It's a way, uh, once the presents are gone, you can just take them right back again. Uh, it's really it a form of sharing kind of togetherness. Like to me, it feels kind of played out. Like, there should just be one Grinch, but, I mean, that's just me. But, I mean, you can't stop people from being people. Guys go through different phases. Um, I mean, you mentioned Reddit and stuff like that. Talking about online and dudes and men. Uh, Crispin, you're a bit of an expert. We wanted to get a little bit about relationships and dealing with certain relationships that you see online or... I mean, you're kind of the advice expert on this, but I know this is something that we touched upon earlier, but we want to like get a little bit further, you know, just while you're here, if you would. I, I, I have another question, um, relationship-based question, if you guys are ready for of it. Of course. All right, this comes from a reader, uh, J.S. My girlfriend, 18 female, and I, 64 male, are having a lot of arguments lately. I feel like she's being really immature about my New Balance shoe collection. She says I waste too much money on comfortable footwear. To me, gaming, to me, it feels like an investment. As it makes me happier, have quicker reflexes, and I feel more relaxed at my job, where I am a famous stand-up comedian. How can I convince 
my barely legal 18-year-old girlfriend that spending a million dollars on New Balance shoes isn't a bad thing. Sincerely, famous comedian Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with this JS guy? He just seems like a normal millionaire comedian that has an 18-year-old girlfriend to me. And everyone loves him, so it just seems like it's normal. Crispin, what's your advice on this relationship? You know, I, th- I think she should give it time and accept him for who he is. I mean, if he has more energy by buying these shoes, he's able to get up for the early bird special uh, down at Denny's, uh, get in there at 5 a.m., get a, a real steal on some eggs and pancakes. I mean, he's going to be happier. Their, their love life will improve. Um, yeah, I, I say I'm all for it. If she can't handle it, she needs to leave. And then later in the day, he can use his new balances to move on over to the boiler room to get a PB&J. That, that's right. Uh, it's probably the best deal in all of food. Now, can you, Chris, can you tell our viewers or listeners as well what a PB&J is? Now, a PB&J uh, down at the boiler room, you got your P, the pizza. You've got uh, okay. your B for beer and your J. Okay which is for either Jack Daniels or Jameson, uh, one, one of the two. And uh, that's all three of them, your shot, your beer, your pizza. What does that run out to? Uh, about $11, including tax. Oh, it's how, not how 11 many, it used to be 10 How many, many of those to make you feel good? Not how many bad, of those though. Make you that's feel not good. a bad deal. Two, three, maybe if you're feeling extra good, four. Uh, oh, man. It can't be beat. Now, that's something Can't that you need to look into for your relationships. Um, head down to Chicago, head down to the billiard room, grab yourself four PB&Js. Now, I also have something here, a post that we got. Um, this is from JJ, and he says, My wife and I met two years ago on the online MMORPG RuneScape. Ooh, sounds We have sweet. had nothing but a wonderful relationship together, but I recently found out she has been questing with another man. Oh, no. I don't know his real name, but his character is named Jiminy. He has been nice enough to let me quest with them, and he actually has given me a lot of gold and great items. I'm just worried my life, my wife may leave me may leave me for him. How can I solve this? You know, it's Kristen, not about the size the- of the treasure chest, but what's inside it. And it sounds like he's got that covered, too. I believe uh, that was something that Mahatma Gandhi <laughs> said, right? What does that mean? Well, oh, God, he has a lot of great quotes. Why don't we, let's fire off a few of those. I know you got a bunch from Petri. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi says, um, you know, it, it, it may be the motion of the ocean, but you can't get to England in a rowboat. I think he, Gandhi also, Gandhi once also said, said it. If the boats are rocking, don't come a knocking. He also Just said, kidding. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Then he said, "I'm loving it." Does, no, he no, he didn't. Oh, okay. He didn't yeah. say that. Why would you? Why would you say that? Why Gandhi would you say said, that right now? It's uh, not funny. You take both your hands, you shit into one hand, and you wish to the in the other, and you see which one fills up first. He said, "We only use about ten percent of our brains." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe he was known to say once, uh, "They call us dreamers, but we're the ones who don't sleep." <laughs> That's right. Well, what a very racist man he was. Yeah, definitely. He he definitely did not like South Africa. He is very he is very skinny and ugly as well. Good like glasses though. Did not like to look at him. 
He wore a diaper all the time. I'm glad he's dead. Being honest. Uh, can I have another amateur? Uh, Crispin, any other advice? Uh, just to all the guys out there listening, uh, you be you. Uh, and if she can't <laughs> handle it, show her the door. That's right. That's good advice. Um, that's what I've always done because you guys said none of them are good enough for me. Uh, Crispin, and they aren't. Homer, do you guys have any more recipes for us? Or I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to close this out, and I've been waiting for this all day. Because we all got, I just refreshed your guys' amateur hours. All of you guys have a fresh mm-hmm. amateur hour. All right, I'm going to take a sip of a... Half water, Where's half Miller High Where's the spring water from? On ice. Ice Mountain. You know the famous from Lake mountain, Michigan. Ice Mountain. Yeah, the mountain in the middle of Lake Michigan that we all know mm-hmm. as Ice Mountain. Well, it's and actually called got... North Fox Island, where the um, Ann Arbor Child Sex Reign used to fly children up to and make videos with but since they were they're never actually caught because a lot of them flooded the amsterdam but since they were found Jesus out Christ. that was taken over and right. uh, they turned it into the ice right. mountain where they make this delicious water that sounds all fun. right homeschool all right i'm here to make a great food for you guys all my friends i've I persected this uh persected uh, he just said my man just said persected no, it uh it was a v- audio error that you heard. I said perfected. Might be the, uh, might be the CTE making... kicking. It's a in. Grinch in the system. It's a Grinch in the system. It's a CTE kicking in. My brain, you know, it's every CTE time I try, it's to... like you gotta go to you gotta go grab a ledge when you're jumping, and if you miss it, you fall, and you gotta restart the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what CTE is. You know, I have quick time events in my brain, and it hurts, and it's not funny <laughs> to joke about. Listen. I'm making a great recipe for y'all, and I'm making you my homemade dude fries, and it's got homemade guy sauce. Are you, are you gonna get okay. sued by guys? So we're we're moving over here. We're moving over here to the kitchen area. Let's go Everybody over walk. here. Grab your, your drinks. Us. Us. Grab your drinks. We're the classic kitchen area we always go to. Oh, I'm gonna Grab get your drinks. Over here. Grab your oh, drinks. Grab your drinks. Can I bring my amateur you. hour? Yep. No, no, all we're right, having fun right. over here. Let's bring it. We're having fun. We're closing up. Like, like everyone, already. give it up. Let's we're having fun here. It's good morning. Good morning. Woo! Love this. All right, what do we got okay. going on here? All right. And you guys are all gonna help me make this. This is a custom recipe oh, that no. I came up with. I'm gonna all mess right. It up. So I got I got all these pork tenderloins here, and I need you guys to cut them about no problem. Uh, 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 th- three quarter inches thick. Cut them in slices. Chris like was that. just cut going like, for it. You're good at that. Well, thank oh my you. God, Christman! Yeah, three quarters inch thick. Uh, uh, Peter, you try. I've only got a pen with me. I don't have a knife, and it doesn't seem like there's any knives here. I'm just gonna stab it with this pen a little. Just all right, well, ink all you know, over yours. Kind of fucking stupid, but whatever. All right, so we got this cut in, and we're gonna batter them now. All right. So we're going to bread them, all right? We got a little bit of fra- flour here, and you guys can see it's purple a little bit, right? Is that good? It's a it's about a 50-50 flour and powdered Gatorade mix. This is ah, Riptide Rush. I've heard of this. Okay, now batter it in the flour and the Riptide Rush, both sides, get a little wet, all right? Should be a little wet already. Does that look Okay. It looks pretty good to me. Now set them to the side over here. Okay. And we got the oil boiling. Um, Petri, I'm going to leave you going. in charge of the oil. Just watch over the oil while we do all this. All right. I know the boiling temperature of oil. It's, and we're, it's a three. 
And we're gonna we're gonna make this guy sauce here. And the thing about guy sauce is it can only be made by a guy. All right, it's primarily bacon grease, Lipitor, and Cialis, and it's a reduction stirred by a gun. So now, could you could you maybe add Viagra's to this? I we could, but I've never done it, so I don't want to. That's not it. how Foster, his grandfather made it. This is his Foster, grandfather. Can you grab that deagle right there, Foster? Grab that deagle. Okay. All right, and stir. What are we doing with this? Right there. Can I put it right at the crowd? Can I put it at the crowd like this? I'm gonna shoot all of you. You like can't point at the crowd, but just make sure. Just to kidding, keep just kidding. Just kidding. Is that right, loaded? It's not loaded. Oh, it is loaded. Look at that. If, oh my god. Yeah, it is. Honestly, I feel like it always makes a better recipe if it is loaded. So it needs to be loaded. So okay. stir it. Now I'm about to blast the heat up, and you need to keep stirring. We're gonna make a roux okay. here. We're making a roux here. So after we get it going, we're going to wait for it to brown a little bit. And we're going to add about two cans of Hormel chili water. Not the meat, not the beans, not the water. So go ahead, Crispin, grab those Hormel chili cans if you would. Uh, these ones right here? Okay. Right. And pop the tab. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put your hand over it and you're going to separate your fingers a little bit and you're going to filter it all out. And then instead of washing your oh, hands after, you're going to rinse that. them off in the fig. Okay, now pour it in here. We're stirring, stirring, stirring. Can you keep stirring? Oh, uh, Foster, yucky. keep stirring. Gee, this is fun. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we have the guy sauce going. We're stirring it in there. and then cut the heat, cut the heat. All right, the heat's cut right there and it's going to go and keep stirring, keep stirring with the gun. All right, with the, the all the Hormel waters in there. All right, and we have that going. You see, it's a kind of like a light pink color. All right, and we're going to bring it to a normal temperature. Okay, now we're going to take some mayonnaise. We're going to add mayonnaise to taste. It poured in the cup right there for the, for the dude fries, which should just be clearing up about right now. All right, take the dude fries out, please. Um, uh, Crispin, bring them over here. Ooh, they're crispy yeah. from Crispin. <laughs> Crispin does it again. Put the dude fries over there. And then we're going to surround this with a little bit of mayo. And we're going to garnish. We're going to garnish it with 45 pizza rolls. So just surround <laughs> the whole thing with 45 pizza rolls. Now, now are these with oven baked? Just a pinch here, right? Just 45? Oh, just a pinch? Just a pinch of these 45 oven. prepping in the oven for the last hour of this eight-hour program that we've been on. They're crispy right. like that. They're crispy. They're ready to go. We have Hidden Valley Ranch bottles just surrounding the table. And, you know, that is just this meal is bound to impress any family. We got the dude fries with the homemade guy sauce. It's not quite as good as Midwestern sauce, but, you know, it is Wives a little bit take healthier. notice. This is perfect for the Super Bowl. Just a heads up. Only Heads one week up. away. The Super Bowl. It's coming up. October. No, you're just wrong. Coming sure. up. It's not coming up. Just wrong. It's All right. It's not coming up. It's just starting. Basically. Big game. The whole ah, enchilada. Yes. All right. All right. Well, I think that's been about it. And, uh, you know, we're having fun here. We're drinking all the amateur hours. We're going to see you guys tomorrow where we have more stuff on the news. Oh, we yes. have more stuff ready to go Who are we having on current on? events. Um, we're having Bono on. We're actually having Bono oh. on. He is. Oh, yeah. yes. We're going to be making gonna... another delicious recipe. We're making barbecue zucchini sliders, which Homer Ooh. is not a fan of, but I no, think we can convince small him. Small plates. No, thanks. 
All right. Well, that's all and Bono, we have Bono's today. Bono's going to weigh in on the whole Me Too movement. Anyway, that's what all our time for today. Stay tuned for Judge Shit Brown coming up right next. We want to say thank you to been. we want to say thank you to Petrie. We want to thank you. Thank you, Crispin, Petrie, for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thank you both. Bowing in your direction. Uh, And my name is Homer Derby. And my name is Foster Paloma. And this has been Dudes Rock. Have a good night. Dudes Rock 2018. Have a good night. Dudes Rock.